what we may start out to do may not exactly be where we end up. And, you know, I used to think so much, I would get analysis paralysis by thinking about, okay, if I take this path, it's going to lead me here. But if I take this path, it's going to lead me here. And I would feel like I would be, you know, the person standing in the woods at the fork in the road where you have two different paths and one is going to lead down one path, the other will lead down a different path. But what I've learned as I have pursued dreams is that that path is, it's not straight, it's windy. And then it might take you, there might be another little path that splits off from that path that you walk down. So be open to wherever life leads you. Don't get so set on this is how it should be. Just be open to the opportunities that those paths bring you. Hi, I'm Christy Winfrey, and I'm so excited you're here with me today. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Have you ever found yourself daydreaming about the life you wish you had? Yeah, me too. Well, for many years, I felt stuck, and I felt those dreams would only ever be just daydreams. Today, I now run a thriving six-figure virtual business that allows me to have the freedom to work and live from anywhere. I also teach others how to grow and operate a successful TC business of their very own. If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, and application, then this is the podcast for you. In here, we discuss business dreams, goals, and everything in between. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Everything is figure outable. Man, that is a tough word to say. And I wish I could say that I coined the phrase, but it's actually from Marie Folio. She has a whole book on uh, this topic. And for the purpose of this podcast, rather than saying that everything is figure outable, I'm just going to say that everything can be figured out. I don't want to butcher it if I just keep saying that word. So Marie's book revolves around the powerful mantra that no matter what challenges or obstacles we face, we have the ability to figure things out and find solutions. I feel like I've loved, lived by this motto for as long as I can remember. I used to say, how do you go about that whenever there was something I didn't know how to do, but I had an interest in. And so I was probably maybe one of the most inquisitive kids that you ever know and um, probably annoyed several people, including my parents. But I always remembered, I always asked why, and I have grown up still doing that. I, I still want to know why I want to dive in deeper and have a deeper understanding than what I can just see on the surface. Um, I want to know why things work and why they, why they work the way they do and like what the outcome would be. So when I teach, I teach this way too. I always made sure that I taught my students, like, this is, this is the reason why we do something like this. And now that I have a team and a, a growing business, I teach my team members the same way. So, and even my agents, whenever we're talking about contracts or talking about things that are happening during a transaction, I will say, you know, this is why it is this way. Or for my team members, whenever I say this is our level of service, or this is why we do certain things in a transaction, it is because of this result that I'm looking for. So if you're like me and you like to know why I, you are my soulmate, because I always like to know why, why things are done the way they are. So I've always, even though I've had this belief that everything can be figured out, I still struggle with limiting beliefs that maybe I'm not smart enough to figure it out or it's too hard 
or even that I don't have time to figure it out. Have you ever had these thoughts? I'm sure you probably have. It's very common. And the main one that I've really discovered lately is that I don't have time to figure it out. It's not that I don't believe I'm smart enough or capable and or have resources, but it's more of just that I don't have the time. I didn't even realize that I was having this thought until recently. Being honest, I felt re- I have felt really overwhelmed lately with all the things that I'm trying to get accomplished. I've had this goal of starting this podcast for a year and I've been talking to my friends about it and talking to other people about it, but I just kept putting other things in front of it because I, one, I have a growing business and, um, you know, a lot of things on my plate with that. But I also, I think I just had that procrastination when you were afraid to take the steps because you're not exactly sure what all steps are, you know, entailed in it and how to go about it. Sometimes it's really easy to procrastinate on things like that. And so I've had this, I've had this goal, but because of the feeling of overwhelm and then the overwhelm feeling of just not having enough time to get things done, I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And so the reason why I've created this podcast is because I want to inspire others to chase their daydreams and and also just to give wisdom and nuggets that I've learned throughout my life and throughout my career that I know can help other people. So with that, I decided like, I've got to get this podcast started. So on episode two, you've heard from Margaret Smith. I uh, reached out to her and I had asked her to be a guest on the podcast. And even though I wasn't ready, I went ahead and got it on the calendar and I had not figured out what system I was going to be using for recording. I knew nothing about how to edit a podcast yet, but we got it on the calendar and that gave me a dead date of like, okay, I've at least got to figure out the software to record this thing because it's scheduled now. And then I knew that I was going to figure out the editing after that, or if I had time, I would figure it out before, but I'm going to get that editing figured out as well. And so that really kind of put a deadline um, and lit a fire under me to get this, to get this podcast started. And like I said, it, you know, it's my goal to get things in front of people and to give y'all inspiration and just, you know, also share my, my struggles and my weaknesses, because I know that those things can help other people as well. And you know, I want to inspire people, get great reviews. And, and then, but with that goal of inspiring people and, you know, getting great positive reviews, I have this fear of, you know, what if I cannot figure out the editing? What if I can't figure out the recording? What if I don't have enough ideas to bring content on a consistent weekly basis. And so those are all fears that I've had. But again, the, the, the big one that's been playing in my head over and over is just, I just don't have time to figure it all out. And the part that scares me, um, that, that was scaring the mo- me the most was the overwhelm with the tech, because I felt like that was going to take time, a lot of time, more time than I had to get that figured out. And all in, in all honesty, it really didn't take much time at all. 
I, it only took me maybe an hour to figure out the recording platform and all the features that it offered. Like the recording was very easy. You just click a button, but knowing what the features are, that took a little bit more time. And then, um, figuring out the editing, I had that figured out within a couple of hours in GarageBand. And the great thing is, you know, I didn't die. I figured it out. And there are so many, we have so many more resources now than we used to, you know, now you can go and do a Google search or you can learn something on YouTube. There are videos for just about anything that you could possibly want to learn. And if you didn't find it on YouTube, um, you could probably, or maybe even you just found like a, a section, a clip of what you wanted to know and but you wanted to have a deeper dive, there's probably somebody out there who has created a online course that can, you can purchase and then you can go further into the, into the subject. So really there's no reason why you can't learn everything you want to do. So what are some of the limiting beliefs that you're having? Here are, a com here are some of the common ones that people have. I'm not smart enough, creative, talented en enough. I don't have enough time, money, resources. I'm too old or too young. I'm afraid of failure and rejection. And I should have it all figured out by now. I would say those are probably top, some of the top five. And like you, like I said a minute ago, you know, number two is what I was struggling with the most of just not having enough time to get it done. Um, but I know that if I do take the time and create this podcast, put it out into the world. I know that I'm going to be helping others. Like I've said, you know, I've had this on my heart for about a year to get it, to get it launched. And I feel like I have a message that I want to be able to share with people from my experiences, from my failures, um, from the things I read, from the, listening to other people, just there's so much great information out there. And it is something that I want to share. And I feel like I would be doing a disservice to the world if I did not move forward with doing this podcast. So I have moved forward and with the belief that everything can be figured out and I am getting it figured out and, and moving forward with getting this launch. So I hope you are enjoying it so far. Let's talk a little bit about these limiting, limiting beliefs. So you aren't the only one that's feeling, feeling these. So be, um, be comforted in that. Know that there are more people out there like you that are having these same thoughts. We may not all be having them at the same time, but if you talk to one of your friends or even just a random person on the street, I bet you would find, have at least one of these limiting beliefs in common. So, you know, sometimes when um, the world can feel divided, know that we, we actually do have a lot of stuff in common. And some of these things, uh, one thing that unites us is just our, our common fears. The other good, good thing is that you can overcome these. So let's dive in to each of them and I'll give you a new way to um, rephrase those thoughts and help you have a new perspective. So let's reframe the belief of I'm not smart, creative, talent, talented enough. How about you rephrase it and say, I have the capacity to learn and develop new skills. I have a growth mindset. I'm con constantly growing and improving my abilities. Shifting your focus to progress, you can think I am capable of making continuous progress in the areas of my interest. So even though maybe, maybe you 
don't have the skills just yet, but that doesn't mean that you can't get those skills. It takes time to learn things, right? So you might not be, um, let's say you want to be a musician. I mentioned this on a, on a recent podcast that I have a goal to, um, become more musically inclined. I absolutely love music. I feel like I have an ear for it, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not really musically inclined right now. I, uh, I don't know how to play the guitar, but that is one of my big goals. So I'm going to put it out there in the universe that by the end of the year, I'm going to learn how to play the guitar. I know right now that I am not, uh, I feel, or let me rephrase that. I feel like I'm not created, created and talented in that aspect right now, but I do know that I am resourceful enough that if I go take lessons and, um, or even use this app that I have, there's a Fender app that I can literally do everything on my phone. I can learn to play the guitar and I may not be a master of it right away. It's going to take time, but it, it's something that I have a goal that I want to do. And I know that if I just do it and then practice a little every day or every other day, I'm going to get better. So rephrase that belief of, you know, you're not smart enough, you're not talented enough. And just think like, yeah, maybe you don't have the skills just yet, but you will if you just put into practice what you're, what you're learning. And then reframing the belief of, I don't have enough time, money, or resources. So another way of rephrasing that is I can find creative ways to maximize time, money, and resources that I do have. Embracing your resourcefulness. Think of, I am resourceful and I can find innovative solutions to overcome limitations. I once heard it said that if you do not have the resources, find the resourcefulness, meaning you may not have the money right now, but what can you do that is going to help, you know, get you where you want to be? So you may not have the money, but you, you might have the time or you, um, you might have the skills or the ability to learn. So you can do things that will bring you in resources such as uh, writing a book, right? That just takes time right now. And then, then of course, you know, you've got to market it and get it in front of publishers and, and those things. But if you had a goal of writing a book, could you take, let's say 20 minutes a day and write a page? Or even if it's not 20 minutes, if you don't have that, like, could you take five minutes and write a paragraph? And then that is, that's time, right? It doesn't cost you money right now. But then once you have that book published and you're selling it, it is bringing in money. So now you have resources that you didn't have before because you used your resourcefulness. You can also say there are, are always opportunities to make progress regardless of the resources available. So let's let's go back to money because I know that money is always a big thing for people. So if you didn't have the money to, to hit your goal, let's say, for example, one of my big goals in life is I want to buy another property and multiple properties and use those as short-term rentals. I am not to the point right now where I can do that financially. However, what if I took the money that I do currently have and I was a little bit more resourceful with it and I maybe I stuck to stuck to a budget a little bit better. I could cut out a couple of Starbucks drinks a week and 
as you guys know, with inflation, Starbucks drinks have gone up in price and um, at least probably like a dollar. I feel like what I used to buy that was four and a half dollars is probably about six dollars now. So I don't buy a lot of Starbucks drinks, but I do enjoy them occasionally. So uh, let's say you were doing that, you know, three, four times a week. Could you cut back on two of those? And now whatever money you're saving from the Starbucks drinks, those extra two drinks a week, put that extra money aside into a savings or, or something that's gaining a little bit of interest. And then you're slowly building up those resources. Also talking about time. So we talked about, you know, if you want to write a book, could you do just write a paragraph a day or write a, a page a day? What if you you had a project that you wanted to accomplish and you spent just 30 minutes a day working on your project? Well, that 30 minutes a day, it doesn't sound like a lot, right? But it would add up to two and a half hours if you only worked on it during the week, Monday through Friday. That adds up to a huge amount, especially if you were to do it all 52 weeks. In 52 weeks, that would be 130 hours or 3.25 or three and a quarter 40 hour work weeks. Can you imagine how much you would get accomplished on your dreams if you just focused on that 30 minutes a day? Again, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it truly does add up to be a lot. So let's talk about the reframing belief of I'm too old or too young. I I know that this is a fear for some people. I just turned 40. And so sometimes I feel like, you know, age is just a number, right? But um, I don't feel like I'm in my 40s. I feel like I'm in my 20s. But when I hear that number, it kind of makes me feel a little old, even though it's not old at all. But I know some people feel like they've missed their opportunity. You know, they feel like they're too old to pursue their dreams. Or maybe you're a young person and you feel like you're too young to make a difference in this world. And I'll tell you, friend, you're not. Whether you're too, where do you feel like you're too old or you feel like you're too young, you're not. So age, so let's rephrase that, um, positive rephrasing. So you can say, my age does not define my ability to achieve and pursue my dreams. You could also say, I have valuable experiences and wisdoms that contribute to my success at any age. And also, I bring a fresh perspective and unique insights because of my age. So that's really true, right? Like we all have, we've all experienced something different in our life. We all have a story to share We can all make an impact in this world if we have the courage to share our story. And so remember, some of the most inspiring people are remembered for creating their dreams at certain ages. So for instance, Colonel Sanders of KFC, he was 65 when he started KFC. And he has a story that's really interesting, you know, about all his failures and um, and then finally having the success. Laura Wilder, who's the author of Little House on the Prairie, She didn't start that until she was 65. And then Vera Wang didn't start her career in fashion until she was 40. So these are all people who have been a little bit older in life and still, you know, had wild success because they had the courage to pursue their dreams. On the flip side, there are several people who have also become very successful at a young age. Taylor Swift was 15 when she got her first recording deal. I mean, she, and she is one of the biggest pop stars ever, right? And Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook when he was still in college and he became the youngest billionaire in the world at 23. So 
don't let your age, regardless of how old or how young you are, stop you from pursuing your dreams because you never know what kind of impact you're going to have in the world if you just follow that little nudging and calling that's on your heart. So how about the belief about, you know, I'm afraid of failure and rejection. Let's talk about how to rephrase that. So you can say failure and rejection are stepping stones towards growth and success. And they truly are, right? I bounce back stronger from setbacks and use them as opportunities to learn and improve. You can also say failure is feedback that guides me towards the right path. And I, I truly believe that failure is simply getting knocked down and not getting back up. If you were, you know, an eighties or nineties baby like me, um, I always think about that song. Um, and I, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the band, but the name of the song was tub thumping. And it was uh, a song in the nineties it always says, it says, I get knocked down, but I get back up again. Um, you're never going to keep me down. And that's basically just song. This, the course just repeats over and over. And I really kind of feel like that is my theme song. When I feel like I'm failing, I just constantly just like have that song playing in my head because again, it's only a failure if you get knocked down, but you don't get back up. And failure is also just really, it's based on expectation, right? It's it's your expectation. Do you, do you believe that was a failure or could you rephrase that expectation? And then as far as the feeling of rejection, I get it. No one, no one likes to feel like they're rejected and that can be scary. I mean, that can be, that's one of the reasons that people don't pursue their dreams. I feel like is because they feel like they're going to be rejected. Um, and you know, it, same thing with like dating, right? You know, people don't, pursue other people because they feel like they're going to be rejected or we don't completely open up and share our hearts and we're not vulnerable because we feel like we're going to be rejected. That is a valid fear. I totally understand it. But there is a lady that I follow on Instagram named Jasmine Starr, and she has a saying that I absolutely love. And she says, you're not for everyone, boo. And it's true. Like you're not, not everybody's going to love you. Um, not everybody's going to like your message, but who cares? Do it anyway. Because the people that you help and inspire will far outweigh the people who might not like you. And I've also been told many times that people aren't really focused on you. So I know, you know, it seems like, especially with social media, we have, you'll post things and then we'll get comments and likes and, and that's all good. I mean, it's, it's great to feel like re-encouraged and reassured when people like your content, but at the same time, the majority when people go about their day, they're not thinking about you in the background. And I know that's kind of harsh to say it, but, but we all have busy lives. We're thinking about ourselves and what we have going on in our lives. Right. So, so with that, just be encouraged to pursue those dreams and step out on your own and do the things that you feel like you're being led to do, because it's not like people were just constantly thinking about, Oh my gosh, I can't believe she's doing that. So yeah, just, just go ahead and follow those dreams. And then the people who want to follow you will follow you. And the ones that don't, won't. And yeah, don't worry about it. So lastly, let's talk about the belief of I should have it all figured out by now. Man, I, I feel like that one has hit me so hard all my life. Because like I said, I, I just turned 40. And I feel like I've been on a journey of self-discovery especially through my twenties and even in my thirties, but I feel like I really kind of started figuring out who I was and what I, what I wanted in life. 
in my thirties. But I, I felt like I should, should know what I wanted to do, um, and have a solid career. I felt like I should be married by now and have a family by now. I, I have felt like I should be further along with my financial goals by now. I felt like I should be thinner, you name it. And I've probably should, I've probably put a should in front of it. That's what I wanted to point out. That pesky little word should, man, that, that word carries some power in it. And I don't, I don't know if you have ever realized, but you know, words are power, right? So it's really important that we, we focus on the words that we say and the words that we think, because because they, they Harry hold a lot of weight and there um, there's a saying that I constantly tell myself and remind myself of, but don't should all over your dreams should is just putting your expectation on what should be happening or what, what should have happened. Or maybe it's even putting somebody else's expectation on you. Sometimes you feel like it's the world's expectation such as seeing how successful others are on social media and comparing yourself to them, um, then you feel like you should be as successful as them. But I have news, my friends. Social media is just a highlight reel of everybody else's successes. Sometimes you see people's failures, but it's honestly, it's not as common to see that. And comparison is truly the thief of joy. So run your race without looking side to side at other people. Um, because that is going to distract you and it's going to keep you from pursuing your own path. And again, you know, I feel like I have been called to give a message through this podcast. And I feel like other people have a calling on them as well, that you feel like you've had this little nudging in your spirit of saying like, this is something I should do, but you can really get tripped up if you are looking at everybody else. And it's just like the same thing with, um, runners in the Olympics, right? If they are in their lane and let's say that lead runner is running as fast as they can and they're about to win the race, but if they turn and look at the other competitors, they're probably going to stumble and trip over something. They're not going to, they may not cross that finish line at this at and finish the race in first place as if they would, if they would have just stayed focused on winning their own race. So Reframing that belief of I should have it all figured out by now, you could rephrase that and say, I'm on a journey of self-discovery and continuous learning. You could also say, I am open to exploring new paths and adopting to change. And then also I'm making progress at my own pace and that's perfectly okay. It is perfectly okay to be okay where you are right now and moving forward every single day in a little bit at a time in your goals. Also with, I'm open to exploring new paths and adapting to change. I think that's so important because what we may start out to do may not exactly be where we end up. And, you know, I used to think so much, I would get analysis paralysis by thinking about, okay, if I take this path, it's going to lead me here. But if I take this path, it's going to lead me here. And I would feel like I would be, you know, the person standing in the woods at a fork in the road where you have two different paths. And one is going to lead down one path, the other will lead down a different path. But what I've learned as I have pursued dreams is that that path is, it's not straight, it's windy. And then it might take you, there might be another little path that splits off from that path that you walk down. So be open to wherever life leads you. Don't get so set on this is how it should be. 
just be open to the opportunities that those paths bring you and, and just take the path that you feel most at peace with. So, okay. So we've talked about how to overcome limiting beliefs uh, because I truly believe working on your mindset is the number one most important thing that you have to do. So let's talk about practical strategies and to turning your daydreams into reality. So to get started, first start with a goal, goal setting and planning. So start by setting clear, specific goals that align with your daydreams. Break those goals down into smaller, actionable steps and create a timeline. Sticking to a timeline is really important with the goal. So setting measurable milestones along the way can help track your achievements and help you keep stay motivated. And then whenever you hit those achievements, make sure you're rewarding yourself. It could be something very small, but reward yourself with something, something fun, something enjoyable. And then remember to stick that timeline because if you have no finish line, there's really not a goal to be achieved and then start taking action. So dreams remain dreams unless you have consistent action. Overcome that procrastination and analysis paralysis by taking the first step. As we discussed already in this podcast, I was in analysis paralysis for about a year because of the fear of not being able to figure out the tech and then just not having time to do so. So no, remember that no matter how small your action contribute, uh, it contributes to your overall progress. And small actions can literally be just getting 1% better every single day. In Atomic Habits, James Clear says that if you only got 1% better every single day, you would be 37 times better by the end of the year. I mean, that or, or 37 times better within the next year. So within a year period, you'd be 30 times, 37 times better. I mean, how amazing is that? That that would be huge. I mean, let's think about if you wanted to lose weight and just 1% better every day than how much weight you could lose by the end of the year or by that next year. So also building a support network, make sure you're surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who believe in your dreams, seek mentors, join communities and attend events where you can be around people that um, inspire you, give you guidance, support you, that you can collaborate with others and who share similar goals as you. If for some reason you don't have those types of people in your actual life, you know, find online mentors that you can follow. And there's other podcasts and there's YouTube videos and just people out there that are, that are putting content out that can help you um, elevate your mindset and, and um, help inspire you to follow your dreams. And then as you learn more about people that are online. You can also find there's online groups, there's Facebook groups, and there's probably some networking events in your area too, that you might be able to find. Next, embracing failure and learning. Understand that failure is a natural part of the journey towards success. Embracing failures as learning opportunities and leveraging them to gain valuable insights and making necessary adjustments, develop resilience, learn setbacks and keep moving forward. Some of the greatest achievements have come out of my failures because I learned faster from those um, and those memories stick with me. How many stories can you remember when something went bad, when versus when something went right? I know, you know, if you had an amazing experience, you'll probably remember those stories, but if it was just stuff that went right, like how, how you believe it should, you're probably not going to remember those stories as much as something went bad. And so let me tell you about um, something that recently happened and I could have panicked. I mean, it could have really just, you know, completely 
that did completely surprise me, but I really could have panicked. So uh, last week I was swimming in a pool, swimming laps, got out and got in the hot tub for a little bit. And then whenever I came inside, my hair was like this greenish blue. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I I was, you know, it was probably 8 PM. So I was like, what am I going to do? I didn't want to go to the store to like get anything with green hair. And then the next day I had appointments and stuff. So, um, I had to figure it out. And, uh, my sister owns a salon. So naturally I tried calling her right away. She didn't answer. And I texted her and I was like, Hey, it's kind of urgent. Please call me back. And I waited and I kept waiting as long as I could. Um, but finally I, I was Googling and YouTubing. How do you get green out of your hair while I was waiting for her to call me back? And then I started messaging my neighbors and calling them like, Hey, do you have any of this stuff that I might need? Like some clarifying shampoo is one of the things I, I have found on Google and unfortunately, none of them had clarifying shampoo. So a few of the other things were um, you could put ketchup or tomato paste in your hair, and then you had to wrap it up with a shower cap or tinfoil. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I didn't have a shower cap, but I had tinfoil. And then others were like, use baking soda and lemon juice or baking soda and vinegar. And I couldn't remember if my sister had said that baking soda would like um, bleach my hair or if that was peroxide. So I kept waiting for her to call me, but it, it had been about an hour and I was getting probably panicking a little bit more as time went on. And so I was like, okay, well, I am going to try tomato paste. And I did have this belief that I can figure this out. So I wasn't like panicking where high, you know, hyperventilating or anything like that. You know, it was just like, this really sucks, but I'm going to figure it out. So I... I put tomato paste in my hair. It was so gross. And then I put tinfoil on and, and I wish I would have taken some photos, but I was embarrassed <laughs> and I, and I forgot to take the photos because I got off the phone with my neighbor. And then right after I got off the phone with her and I had finished putting this tomato paste in my hair and wrapping my head up in tinfoil, my sister called. And so I was completely relieved, but then I had told her, I was like, I told her what I did. And she's like, get that tomato paste out of your hair. It might stain your hair, hair red. So I, of course, then I freaked out. I was like, well, what do I do? And so she was like, okay, well, do you have baking soda? And then um, she's like, do you have some liquid Tide? And so she told me to take basically um, a little bit of baking soda, a little bit of liquid Tide and mix it up with my shampoo and then wash that really good out of, or wash my hair really good with that. Let it sit for a couple of minutes then get that out of my hair, then shampoo my hair really good. And then put conditioner on it, let that sit for a little bit and then wash that out. So anyway, it was quite a night and I, I probably washed my hair like five times that day, but the green got out of my hair and I, I figured out how to get it done. Right. Um, so, and now I have a story to tell about that. But not only that, but I also now like really know how to make sure my chemicals are staying balanced in the pool. And I do, um, you know, I have somebody who maintains the pool, but because it is so hot in Texas right now, the chemicals are just burning off almost as fast as you put them in. So that caused my, uh, I guess, extra copper in the water. It caused my hair to get green. So anyway, that's not going to happen anymore because of this experience. But with that, you know, it... That was a failure, right? But man, was that a learning experience. So 
you know, and then you have a funny story. Like that is a very comical story. Yeah. I panicked a little bit in the time, but that was a, it's a funny story. So anyway, moving on. So let's talk about developing a growth mindset. So you want to make sure that you're continually growing and believing in your abilities. The more you embrace challenges and view obstacles as opportunities of growth and you stay open to learning and expanding your skills, the more confident you're going to become. There's so many more opportunities for learning now than we used to have. Now we have podcasts, we have audible books, we have, I mean, we have books in general, but if you don't have a lot of time, you can do audible or audio books and um, consume so much more than we used to be able to. We have YouTube, we have online courses, we have apps, et cetera. So I think, honestly, I feel like I'm more educated now from all the content that I've consumed than I was back when I was going to college. And to, to be honest, I mean, we just, we have so many more resources now than, than we did when I was in college, but I also believe I have more of a growth mindset now than I had back then. And then lastly, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Remember that achieving your dreams requires a healthy mind and body and prioritizing self-care, maintaining a balanced lifestyle and managing your energy levels effectively. Those are really important. So make sure you are nurturing your well-being with activities like exercise, meditation, sufficient rest, make sure you're getting enough sleep and maintaining meaningful relationships. You know, those are all really important things. And along with your maintaining your mindset, I do believe that this, this should be your top, top priority. If you aren't taking care of yourself, then you won't be able to fully enjoy your dreams, even if you achieve those dreams and you won't be able to fully give yourself to others either. Like they always say on the airplane, make sure you're putting your oxygen mask on first and then help others. Same with this as well. So that's it, my friends. But before we end this episode, I want to leave you with these two nuggets. Confidence breeds success and success breeds confidence. I picked this up when I went to Tim McGraw's book signing a few years back. Um, he said his high school coach used to say this, and now I've kind of made it my consistent saying in my life. You'll hear me say this a lot. And what it means is, Confidence breeds success. So you may not have confidence yet, right? Because your, your abilities and your skills, you feel like you're not confident. But if you will go in with that mindset of, I can figure it out, that mindset will help you have the confidence you need to have success. And, and then success breeds confidence. The more, the more success you have, the more confident you become. So as you keep doing these things, it grows you and expands you. And the next time you have a similar task um, or something um, that you feel like you might be a little scared to do, you have grown and expanded yourself that now you are more confident to take on that next challenge. And then lastly, greatness is on the other side of consistency. So just consistently show up for yourself, consistently put these practices into action and consistently have that mindset of everything can figure, be figured out. Love you, my friends. Have a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd be so kind and leave me a quick review, I'd love to hear from you. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Christy Winfrey. If you liked today's episode, make sure you click that follow button. And until next time, keep chasing those dreams, my friend. Remember, you are worth it. Hey, before you go, I want to quickly tell you about this special guide that I created just for you. It's called the five mistakes to avoid when setting up your business. 
I wish somebody would have given me these tips whenever I was first setting up my business and it could have saved me a lot of time and heartache in the long run. So head on over to christywinfreycom backslash five mistakes and grab your copy today.